This is Grindhouse Courthouse After Hours. Right into After Hours now. Uh, the plot of the movie was basically just the Power Rangers. Because Satan's going, ah, after 10,000 years, I'm free! Time to conquer Earth! And then John Carpenter's the one doing the face-melting guitar solo. <laughs> oh, my shit. God. Oh, oh, you just, oh, now I need to watch this all over again. Yeah. What if that's yeah. Ivan? See? What if what it was, layers the there? ooze was purple and it was just Ivan Ooze all over again? Ivan Ooze! Oh I wanted to refrain God. from saying ooze in this movie because it would have brought us back to Power Rangers for sure. The secret of the ooze! Yeah, let's not watch Ninja Turtles 2 then. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, we'll I complete feel, our ooze trilogy. I feel still <laughs> confused, despite having watched this movie twice now, about the ending and what John Carpenter was trying to communicate yeah. because... I didn't want to go too much into it in the origin in the in the main recording, but now that we're in after hours, we can kind of speculate a bit more. So, yeah. okay, so Catherine pushes this first off. The fact that the devil's dad is just like the cliche red skinned devil. It's it's a classic devil hand. Yes. You know, they went to the red. prop room. Red. Like, mm, we need something for the ultimate evil, the anti god. They were rummaging through through the prop room of Willow, and they uh, found uh, <laughs> <laughs> found that costume. But yeah, it's like it's not this cosmic antimatter being. It's it's fucking devil. Like it's literally a red skin clawed devil. So that's stupid. Yeah. Um, but the ending Lame. didn't make sense to me because okay, so so Catherine pushes the devil through. The portal, which is yes. super successful, because now not not only is the devil's dad in the bat in the whatever antimatter world, so it's the devil. It's like the mm-hmm. prison. So solved. Like giant biggest we- problem prison. solved. Yeah. So why is this transmission coming through later with Catherine standing there? And they're like, you have to avoid this. What is that? My to take us? is it's only because of the what's his name, uh, Brian, yeah. the main character dude. Mm-hmm. It's just because he was in love with her. And that's the only connection we get from there. No. And it's like, oh, what if she's still there and I could get to that world to save her? Oh. And I thought that was like the only connection that really popped out for me. I I disagree. Yeah. I thought it was something else. Well, say what it is. I thought it was a failed. <laughs> but you weren't even watching the movie, Adam. So no, you're. No, but like, but I was, I was also. doesn't matter. I was also going through behind the scenes stuff uh, in preparation and I just skimmed over the scene while we were talking. But I thought it was, it was. They thought they were successful. So like Dave was mentioning, she's like, they succeeded. It's on the other side. It's in this anti-dimension. Mm-hmm. But what if the goal of Satan was to get to its father? They now succeeded to do that. So a message mm-hmm. is still being sent from the future saying, Satan's coming. Like the anti-God's coming. You did not succeed. You've actually accelerated it. And that's where Catherine's coming in and sending That it. doesn't make sense. How does that not make sense? Because the, the, goal the message was- from the future started they're still transmitting from 1999 so they didn't accelerate anything take that einstein there's your theory the reason the reason why everybody was having the same dreams was because they were close to satan right like they're in the church everyone was having the same dreams that means that satan still has an influence on them that he still has the goal of trying to get to the anti-god okay but my, my problem with that one though adam is if the whole goal of that was to get satan into that world yeah couldn't the antigod just at any time just come back because so, there's no other way to get him back. Through. Yeah, and, so this like is, no point. and this is going to be the problem with the movie. We don't get an explanation of like, what are the rules behind this antigod? What are the rules behind Satan? Is it 
Satan trying to come into our world or the anti-God trying to come into our world and take it over. Or The fatal flaw of their, their whole strategy was that they sent this second year physics graduate student into the other dimension <laughs> who knows how to cross dimensions. <laughs> that was what happened. Yeah. yeah so All the, right, Catherine, we need you it. to crunch the numbers. You see how fast she was reading those partial differential equations? All like hundreds of them. <laughs> Oh, it's yeah. like another language. <laughs> the satanic p- differential oh, equations. Um, <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. Well, okay. Because you do need to explain, yeah, why like 10 years in the future that Brian is still receiving um, you don't, communications. So, Brian, it might not be 10 like years the in the future day. for Brian. I thought that was still present day. Like, listen, the, the police came. He got his little blanket. They sent him on home. You know, he just saved the universe from the devil. Okay, it's 1989. He's it off. It's 1989 when this happens, yeah. right? Yeah. So he's sleeping it off, and the yeah. first thing that happens, because like he has bruises still around him, like he still has markings. From yeah, him, yeah, I agree. Him. Yeah, yeah. So it's the next day, and he still has the dream that they were experiencing while in the church. Right. Again, being influenced by Satan. So that means they did no, no, not. No, it's not, it's no. It explains what the messages are. They're not from Satan. They're from the future. <laughs> But the They're reason tachyons, you fuck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the reason why they were having them. Was I won't listen to this, oh, Adam. Yeah. Here's my theory. <laughs> Go for it. I don't care anymore. <laughs> I think the takeaway from this is that making a movie in a month and doing all the editing in another month is not enough time to make a plot work properly. Mm-hmm. Dave, that's how we do our oh, podcast. <laughs> We're not a movie, Adam, with $3 million. We don't even have $3 million. <laughs> we just that's do this on point. the fly. But that's, like, that's the thing, though. This movie was made so quick. That this movie could have been great. Why no did he have to yet. make a movie in two months? What fucking situation is he like? I gotta make a fucking movie in two they months. They filmed or... it in thirty days and they edited in four to six. Did he owe like weeks. a lot of money to the mob? They're like, all right, listen here, Johnny. You got two options. First option, make a movie, and we better see it by April. It's fucking February, man. How am I supposed to do that? Not our problem. I don't know what the other option is. I should have just said one <laughs> option when I set up that fake little story I made up. No, it's just, it's the same approach. It's the it's the movie producer. Like Sony comes over to him, same spiel. You gotta make a movie, which is also impressive in its own sense, right? He made this movie in like yeah. two months. <laughs> this movie is a perfect illustration of like him trying to. He's very much a creature of habit in his filmmaking. He really likes. Yeah. Um, redoing what works and this is him starting to sputter a bit because he tried he really did try to take like the best of what has been successful thus far and it didn't work i don't think in the same way so like the thing it were it worked as i think like the the setting was very much influenced by the thing and the way the thing worked is because it's in antarctica it makes sense being hyper isolated. It makes sense everything transpiring in a very small closed area. It doesn't make sense here. I don't understand why they like the, the fucking homeless plot to keep them all trapped inside. Like, I'm sorry. I thought that was so stupid that the, the homeless would just hunt down and kill everyone who weirdly went out one at a time and they didn't keep track of anyone. Well, they've got tiny souls. <laughs> How stupid was that? Like, and, and you can't, you don't get to have the cosmic intergalactic scale and everything take place in one building. It just, it's stupid. Yeah. It hmm. just, it, it didn't work. It doesn't work. Was well, it? and that's why I think the ending is meaningless because all he said was like in the thing, people really liked the ambiguity. 
So now I will introduce ambiguity where there is none. They fucking <laughs> won. They beat the shit out of Satan yeah. with a fire axe <laughs> and Father Detective. But we had like we had a conversation after our viewing uh, where we like ranted on for 45 minutes of this might have been better if they didn't win. Where they completely failed yeah. and Satan came through and that was it. Like everyone dies. Yeah. The world's taken Has over. Has there ever been a movie where it's just like they fail and evil wins? The uh fuck, I can't think of it. It's the the horror movie that's not a horror movie, it's like a comedy movie. Cabin in the um, Woods. They have to sacrifice people. Cabin in the Woods, that's it. Yeah. Uh, they they just lose yeah. the mm-hmm. the evil god sleeping beneath the earth just destroys the earth at the end of that. It is that fucking great. great. How much better would this would this movie have been if Walter and Brian sailed off in a hot air balloon? <laughs> <laughs> At least this movie was missing a hot air balloon. Yeah, maybe that's the time crunch. That's yeah, what really prevented. He couldn't secure a zeppelin in that much time <laughs> to escape. It was a five hundred thousand dollar movie, and he allocated two point five million for his zeppelin, but yeah, didn't it. come through. Didn't come how through. Would, how much did this movie make again? Fourteen. Uh, like oh. fifteen. Yeah, fourteen. 14 like, it, was, it was that's a success. That's that's pretty good back then, right? Well, like more than tripling your money is uh, good. Yeah, coming close to tripling your money is pretty good. Yeah, but like in two months, that's that's fucking awesome. Well, yeah, return on investment. The right? mob got their money. Uh, <laughs> yeah, all the teamsters that he uh, had to hire for uh, Big Trouble in Little China <laughs> with all the truck receipts. Yeah, it's just it's fucking way she goes. Is this before Big Trouble in Little Chinatown? I think it's before. Ooh. No, it's after. It's after. Because that's the reason why he worked with um, with Dennis. Dennis Dunn, yeah. I was like, that's weird to have Victor Wong and Dennis Dunn in the movie mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. Big Trouble. Could have seen um, it. Could have happened. But yeah. So, yeah, we all have like different takes on this. And most of us didn't enjoy it. So how would you fix this? If you were to redo this movie. How- exactly what he did for the thing. Stop his production. Say, take more time <laughs> to make your movie. Yeah. Don't do it in four weeks. Yeah. Have him work on the script. Then release it, create a classic that endures throughout the ages as one of the best films ever made. Also title yeah. it The Thing, set in Antarctica. Hire <laughs> Kurt Russell. He he just needed to take more time to flesh out the plot better. He needed more money. Like, I don't know why he tried to do yeah. this for so little money. Well, it was it was I, like him having total control. Okay. That's why it was so little. But that's not a good thing. Yeah. That's not a good thing. That's just no. like an ego trip. I don't get that's a weird like it's very much an artistic thing, but like very few of these artists have actually ever pulled that off. Like I'm sure Cubic probably could, but like it's interesting. It's interesting. Would you have preferred if would you prefer the church was like isolated in like a forest? Yes. Yeah. That would so that, that would have made added so much more a little sense. bit better, yeah. Yeah. The thing had three things working for it where it was man versus nature. So they were completely isolated in the Arctic. They couldn't leave. So they that's your nature element. They didn't want to leave. That's the point. Yes. They don't want to leave because then they'll ruin humanity if if any of them, because they don't know who's an alien. But at the if be- they leave, then th- then the alien can du- reduplicate and camouflage in. But That's be- why yes. Walter uh, Wilford Brimley destroys everything in the beginning. <laughs> yes. Be- but I'm saying before that discovery, before understanding what the monster was, they were trying to get out of there and a snowstorm was coming in. So they are trapped against the elements. So that's, again, man versus nature. They have man versus man. They can't trust each other because they don't know who's who. And then they have man versus monster. This movie, again, if we were to put it in an isolated area, put them in a forest so it's not just the homeless individuals. So if they tried to leave, they've got like, what, 500 kilometers between them and the next city? Like they're dead either way. So it's 
They can't escape. You think I can't get 500 kilometers through the woods <laughs> to live? You think I can't do that? Go I've walk seen 500 kilometers right now out your back door. Let's see it. <laughs> <laughs> also, the isolated church would make more sense with like the 1,500-year-old church built back then. So maybe it was like underground and then it gets sealed up while they're under there. And that's that whole thing would make more sense to me than they also go at great length to say that like the this brotherhood of sleep is the secret cabal that not even Van Helsing in the Vatican knows about. (laughs) And but they but they explicitly say it's more powerful and they're all of their things are unquestioned and unchecked. But it's just one guy who has a little key in a stupid box and in a little box that would have been great if that was built out a bit more i don't i mean i don't know they, and there was like nothing down there it was just the tube yeah. and the book that's all yeah. they had yep. <laughs> that was that was it and they couldn't even you know like put the tube in concrete or in a bigger box or i don't know light it on fire <laughs> <laughs> boil it they should have just boiled it yeah yep. I, I have a feeling you it, think it would satan have can resist temperatures of 100 degrees i don't also think so. how are they powering this antimatter bottle from for millions of years I don't think there's any power in it. I think it's yeah. Just, I don't think I think it's powered by souls. Yeah, I've seen power a lot of love. combat, and it looks a lot like Shang Tsung's soul yep. NATO. So, ergo, vis-a-vis, concordantly, quantum physics. Yep. Schrodinger's clockwork universe. Cena. Everybody knows. <laughs> Jeez. Well, the other thing about this, so this this movie gets lumped into the so this little trilogy, which is a, a really stupid concept, like that you could just declare something a trilogy, like after you've made like. <laughs> nine other movies like yeah those three go together they don't go together you know why because the what he tried to do here fails so horribly in comparison to what he actually did in mouth of madness and the thing so the 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 thing that like connects them together the aspect the element that connects them together is that not only are they fighting a monster but they're fighting some other unseen force so the first force would be like trust being able to trust other people like you can't yeah. trust your your fellow man and then in mouth of madness it's it's madness like you don't know what's really and this one tried to be logic logic goes out the window but it doesn't matter <laughs> that doesn't matter one tiny bit this is a monster movie mm-hmm. it's a it's an exorcist yep. monster movie it doesn't need yeah. any of the science it doesn't need any of this like pseudo intellectual bullshit that's like all wrapped around it and it's so transparently pseudo intellectual because yeah. it's just rambling, made to sound smart, and the act mm-hmm. like <laughs> Wong, uh, <laughs> Victor Wong does a good job. Um, sorry, <laughs> you um, Victor Wong uh, that. does a Doc, good job. Dogstum, gotta cut that. Yeah, beep that up. Uh, Victor Wong does a good job of making it like sound better than it really should because it's so stupid he does an amazing job yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. like when you see him like working through the lines you really believe like okay this guy's building to something right but he isn't yeah and i'm i'm curious it's just john carpenter yeah john carpenter felt like he needed to put a face to the evil just because like other movies at that time like there's a lot of horror flicks that were coming out and you always had like an entity behind it you had like jason mike myers like you had Again, something that was facing their idea of evil at the time. So I think that's why you had to have the devil. He couldn't have left it as just concepts or just something that was more abstract. I don't think like the audience would have liked that. It's really frustrating to have a guy who essentially like perfected the horror genre because he did the thing and he did like Halloween and all that to say like, I'm better than the rules. I will throw them all out the window <laughs> and introduce quantum physics into horror. That is what's been missing. And I was like, no. 
No. Well, and, and like at a certain level, I thought like, here's the thing. So I think, I think at a certain level, he might've been thinking in terms of maybe of like Lovecrafty and like cosmic horror. Maybe it like, yeah, not really. Yeah. Cause there's a lot more science involved in it, but at least at that kind of scale of like, we can't possibly comprehend the horror that we're encountering. Um, so yeah. first off, no one's been able to do that successfully in no. my mind. No. I think like the closest it's ever worked is the parody, which is Cabin in the Woods. It's the closest ever, and it's a pure parody, and it doesn't actually show it. Um, every other attempt to do it is, like, laughably bad. So I think it's also, like, a really tough genre to do. I think he came close in uh, Mountain of Madness trying to do that, but it's, it's, it, is, it is a type of horror that might only kind of work in literature. It's kind of hard yeah. to do you it. You need to have time to stop and comprehend the unknowable for that yes. to work. And no one wants to watch a movie where the uh, characters are just standing, staring into space for three hours. <laughs> but then... Actually, we know Blade Runner did really well. Uh, wandering fuck, wandering around an empty mud plane for like six hours and then finding an impossibly large <laughs> inscription in, with fish, fish, yeah. fish letters and things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, like, The Mist did that well. Like, it had that Lovecraftian uh, horror. That, okay, that's yet. another like, the one. The fear yeah. of the unknown, right? Because it's you can't see what's out there, so your imagination just runs with oh, it. So We know what's out there. Big <laughs> lobsters. Oh. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> that is scarier than um, anything. Plastic Satan hand and <laughs> plastic Satan yes, hand yes. and super soakers, and, and that's how and also Satan is transferred between. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. yeah, that's the other Just thing. Wear a fucking mask. <laughs> that's, God. that's see, that's that's why this was such a freaking monster movie. Because like, so this quantum antimatter devil still needs to super soak you to get in. Like mm. what? <laughs> You can't have both. You can't have a little monster movie and this like impossibly scaled. Because then you're like, well, why are all the homeless people in possessed now? Because they didn't get squirted. Yeah. What's going on with the ants? Mm -hmm. When we were discussing it, I think they should have built that up where you start small with the insects and they're taking over larger and larger elements. And then you can see how the power of Satan is starting to escalate. We kind of just went from like, you got some bugs over here, feels unrelated. You got the homeless and then squirting. So yeah, they could have. Yeah, we didn't mention the like sheer number yeah. of shots of Super bugs gross. in this movie. Yes. Bugs. It opens with bugs. I think that's the first scene is ants. That's actually that. Yeah. Yes, yeah. So like, there is that scene this where he's bugs. <laughs> this Sorry, is like it's. Well, there is that scene. With the <laughs> I'll go ahead, Adam. This is why no one cares about your theories on this movie. <laughs> yeah, we're having this conversation. Shitty. We're having this conversation. Go ahead, man. I thought this would actually play a role because where the bugs fe- feature in this, where Brian's watching. The news, I guess, and they're solving, they're talking about the supernova mm. that they've just detected, and then there are bugs in the back of his yes. CRT TV scene as they grow, and he's he's working on his magic tricks. Maybe that's the, the important thing we need to get yeah. from that. But no, yeah. the super the supernova <laughs> didn't break. play a, a role at all. But I thought that might have been like the burst of solar like energy or neutrinos or something like that would have infected Power. the bugs or, or or even the eclipse. maybe that was where all the soul power came from. The power, oh. the escape, mm. of the liquid. <laughs> but mm. even even mm-hmm. the eclipse, mm-hmm. like what was the deal behind that? That could have been like the uh, clicking or like, um, the countdown. That just goes back to like old folklore stuff, where like the eclipse is like very ominous. That's all it was, I think. Well, we, the, the Doctor Loomis, the priest, the priest does mention that like 
something recently had started happening with the tube and it started doing a whole bunch of shit okay. that it wasn't doing before. Right. Here we so go. So it, it does get kickstarted from how okay, I'm going to pitch you. How does the priest know this when he <laughs> just got the key and just got introduced to this tube? How does he know? Yeah. Okay. It's acting differently. There is a sign-in sheet when you walk into the cave, <laughs> and it has normal, normal, normal. It's spinning. Normal. Oh shit! It turned green. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, it's basically like who cleaned the bathroom most recently. It's one of those. <laughs> yeah. He could have done such a good job. This could have been a good movie. Okay. Yeah. What if? What if, if you John had... wasn't impatient? Yeah. What if you had a priest that had the knowledge of the sleep warriors or whatever they're called? He's the one that's constantly checking in, making sure that there's nothing going on with this vat, this vial, and he's noticing that things are starting to change. You get the hint of the insects. Then you also tie it into the solar eclipse of like, hey, I think something's coming. And when this eclipse actually does happen, this might be an opportunity for an evil form to emerge. So that's where the time pressure comes in. So there's like, we need the top researchers to come in to figure out how can we keep this sealed? How do we make sure that this stays enclosed so we don't have evil coming out? That could have drove two it. layers of duct tape. Two layers of Maybe duct three. tape was needed, but you have Flex like, tape. oh my god, yeah, what's that slap on <laughs> shit? It's like literally designed for this. <laughs> yeah, the flex seal. <laughs> Die, Satan. That's the technology. That's the technology they were talking about. They needed to wait for flex tape to be. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All the equations led to flex seal. But you remove that sounds like a better movie. Yeah, Yeah, but you have the priest with the knowledge so they can at least give you some understanding of what's going on, that this has been a threat throughout history. So they can give the exposition dump rather than the grad students saying, like, crunch the numbers and I think this is what's happening. But if you didn't pay attention to my speech, then we're out the window. That could happen within the first 15 minutes. It sets up everything. So what you're saying is we just got to take the science out and stick to the religion. I, I think you could keep the science and it would be very interesting if they used it to keep the thing sealed or Satan out of this world, that would have been a great approach for it. But um, I think oh, that's how Satan you said it. Real. <laughs> <laughs> Just eating all his double stuffed over Oreos. Is that Chuck Mangione? <laughs> Sounds awesome. <laughs> I'm going to take a pivot on this. So I'm going to go into a fact about John Carpenter for this movie. So the movie was an hour and 40 minutes long. Do you want to take a guess how long the soundtrack for this was? He did a whole score for it. He did so a whole score. Like, how long was that? Yeah. How long is a Three normal hours. how long is a normal album? I have no idea. Well, if you're if your movie's like an hour. An hour and forty minutes, you need songs and Yeah, but you have clips like of songs. Minutes. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Let's say an hour, two hours. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. So I say it's only an hour, he reused shit. <laughs> no, he did two hours. He made two hours of Whoa. music specifically for this, because like we predicted. He watches the movie as it's being edited and he's sitting at his little keyboard and he's picking it up as he goes. And he's like, this is pretty good. Pause. And then starts playing some more. <laughs> they like edited it and made the music and all that stuff in like four to six weeks though. Yeah. That's, that's, that's wild. Like, like that's, that is it's, wild. I agree. I didn't mind the soundtrack. I don't. It didn't stand out it's, to me. So usually that's a good thing. It wasn't like yeah. Ghosts of Mars kind of. Well, uh, it's actually, no. it's, it's, it's it's the non new metal part of Ghost of Mars. There's in Ghost of Mars has some of that like, do, do, <laughs> yeah. do, 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 do. it has like some of that yeah. vibe Keep it stuff. Simple. That's yeah. snap. 
system is down. It has some of that. Yeah. Just, it kept it very simple. He watched it and he was just like, what am I feeling for this scene? Okay. Tensions, tensions rising. Well, Ghost to Mars, he just played a whole bunch of um, Command and Conquer Red Alert. So he was really into (laughs) that kind of like. (laughs) (laughs) But that is pretty cool. I I do like the idea that John Carpenter can like block off four months of his like calendar year and go, I'm going to make a movie. I'm going to write a soundtrack for this. And that's all he focuses on. Uh, that's still that's pretty impressive to me. Thirty years later, someone's watching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yep, like 30. credit where credit is due. People are still mm-hmm. talking about yep. it, right? Yeah. Uh, it's not like Lord of Illusions, which nobody will ever watch again. Or review. Oh boy. <laughs> and with that, the court is adjourned. Come back next time for a new trial with new litigants in the never-ending parade of schlock that is Grindhouse Courthouse. Motherfuckers. And we'll get to the devil in a bit. Satan's coming. El Diablo plays a mean mouth trumpet. Get me mouth trumpet guy. Is that Chuck Mangione? Sounds awesome. Satan is real. Gee, I thought my life was supposed to be more than this. Wait, wait, Jesus was an alien? Huh? Yes. What did that come up? I feel like I missed the subplot. And Tom, can you clarify, what is the relationship between the homeless and insects? They're insects, clearly. They have tiny brains and that's why they're homeless. Do they? Oh, sorry, they're homeless people. They got tiny shitty souls. Oh. Was this in the movie? Did they say all of this in the movie? But you weren't even watching the movie, Adam, so your opinion doesn't matter. Hold on, I'm I'm going into it. (laughs) Yeah. I won't listen to this, Adam. Here's my theory. You think I can't get 500 kilometers through the woods? Go walk 500 kilometers right now out your back door. Let's see it. I'm getting real tired. It's 3.30. We've been doing research for like 10 hours. Okay, nap time. Oh, fucking shit, I'm so scared, I'm so scared. Normally I love being dominated by women, but this is not right. Guys, you read something somewhere. Oh, God. About tachyons. Oh, these fucking tachyons. They're tachyons, you fuck! Ergo, vis concordantly, quantum physics, Schrodinger's cat, you see now. But it doesn't matter. That doesn't matter one tiny bit. Actually, that's the that's the takeaway. Science did nothing. Science does nothing. We don't need science. Science has failed our world.
Burr, <laughs> 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 <laughs>